Looks like the New York Islanders are headed back outdoors to face the Rangers in February. We've got all the details next on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. want to thank everyone for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get podcasts or on YouTube. And we are now available on SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just do a search for Locked on Islanders. We have got a lot to get to. Big rumor, which really does appear to be true, uh, revealed on Tuesday. But first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, feel free to send us an email. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on everything Islanders related over the course of this critical offseason from hirings and firings to trade rumors, free agency, the draft, all of it we'll have you covered right here on Locked on Islanders. So the big news that dropped on Tuesday, and it wasn't confirmed at this point, but it certainly does look likely originally reported by Dave Pagnata of the fourth period, uh, basically says, I'm told the NHL is going to host two stadium series games next season, February 2024, at MetLife Stadium on back-to-back days involving four teams, the Devils and the Flyers, the Islanders, and the Rangers. So... That is uh, the plan. It has been now going around different websites that cover the NHL and cover the Islanders. So certainly it does appear to be, you know, nobody seems to be contradicting it. Let's put it that way. And I I think, you know, based on the responses... (laughs) excuse me, that I've seen on Twitter, the basic idea is kind of mixed as far as how fans are viewing it. 
Uh, the good news is, obviously, Stadium Series, national TV, lots of attention, uh, and the Islanders and Rangers in a event like the Stadium Series is always a welcome thing. I was covering the previous outdoor game between the Islanders and the Rangers. It was January 29th, 2014. Took place at Yankee Stadium. A few days before that, the Devils and Rangers also played at Yankee Stadium. So, you know, it was a big event. It was, uh, for me at that point, my first time inside the new Yankee Stadium. And really, you know, other than the fact that it was absolutely freezing, uh, as a member of the media, they had us literally, the press box was outdoors, but they had, the best way for me to describe them is French fry lamps, you know, heat lamps above us, and it didn't really do a heck of a lot of good. Uh, I, I ended up probably having seven, eight, maybe nine hot chocolates to try to keep warm. Nothing worked. Nothing worked. I had coat, hat, gloves, sweatshirts, you know, layered up, everything. It was just very, very cold. But at the same time, very exciting to be a part of the event. And it was different for the players. It was unique for the fans. And it really was a very uh, enjoyable time. Now, the Rangers ended up winning that game by a score of 2-1, to one, but how many times can you say, hey, I went to a hockey game with 50,105 people in attendance at that game? And I, I, I'm going to say that was the Islanders' home attendance record because technically it was an Islanders' home game. Uh, that is the... the, the record uh, for an Islanders home game, and no doubt about it, the NHL is looking to break that record. And here's the deal, you know, Yankee Stadium, they were able to get 50,000 people into the arena. It was 50,027 for the Islanders Rangers, 50,105 for the Rangers Devils. But this is not going to be at Yankee Stadium. And it's not going to be at City Field, which would have been a better location for an Islanders-Rangers game uh, for fans of both teams. But, you know, MetLife Stadium in the Meadowlands holds more than 80,000 uh, people capacity. And, you know, maybe... You could fit that many, maybe a little bit more for hockey, depending on how they configure it and where they put the uh, the rink and all of that. And, you know, the reason I think they're going to MetLife Stadium, well, there's a few. First reason, obviously, higher capacity. Uh, you know, City Field, Yankee Stadium, you get 45, maybe 50,000 in there. You get over 82,000 for a game at MetLife. Now, will they sell 82,000 tickets to each of these games? Probably not. I, I, I don't necessarily think it's going to sell out, but let's even say they get 65,000. 
still more fans than they could have gotten uh, for a game at either City Field or Yankee Stadium. And then the other factor is, by setting it up at MetLife Stadium, you get to have two games involving four teams. So, you know, you have the Devils and Flyers, which is basically northern New Jersey and southern New Jersey going at each other, uh, or Philadelphia, southern New Jersey, and northern New Jersey slash the New York metropolitan area part of New Jersey. And then you have Long Island versus Manhattan in the Islanders and the Rangers. So, you know, MetLife Stadium kind of works for all four of those teams, even though for Long Island fans, it is not necessarily an easy venue to get to. It is, you know, a lot of traffic, a lot of tolls, or multiple, you know, train or bus combinations to get to. But again, we're talking about an event that is unique, you know, hasn't happened now. It'll be 10 years since the last time the Islanders played in the stadium series and played in an outdoor game. It's Islanders-Rangers, so lots of reasons, needless to say, to be excited about the possibilities that come into play for a game like that. All right, we're going to talk a little bit more about these rumors and what it means and, and what some Islander fans are disappointed about when it comes to it. We've got that and a whole lot more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors for a championship team. It's about making sure every player is a perfect fit. Well, it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So, Islander fans uh, who I've interacted with on social media since this uh, unofficial, you know, announcement has come down have two complaints, and they're minor complaints, I think, in some ways, but they're legitimate complaints uh, about the fact that this game is going to be outdoors and it's going to be in... uh, in the Meadowlands. The first one is this. Because of the way the NHL is doing its schedule, there are less games now between division rivals. Now, I remember seasons where the Islanders and the Rangers and the Islanders and the Flyers and the Islanders and the Devils would meet seven, eight times in one year and then very often meet again in the playoffs. And I got to tell you, Those times, you could say all you want about 
the the unfairness of that kind of schedule, but it sure as heck made for intense rivalries between the two teams. So there is that. Uh, and now, last year, you know how many games the Rangers were at UBS Arena? One. So this year there was supposed to be two Islander home games with the Rangers, but this game is going to be an Islanders home game because the Rangers are only allowed to play their home games at Madison Square Garden. So it'll be an Islanders home game and season ticket holders who certainly benefit from having multiple games against the Rangers. Those are the tickets. You get those tickets. Let's say there's two home games against the Rangers and you're a season ticket holder. You sell one of them. The price is usually higher because the demand is bigger and you offset part of the cost of your season ticket. If there's two of those games, you could either sell them both and make a nice amount of money or you go to one game to enjoy it and you sell off the other. But certainly losing one of those two games and having only one Islanders-Rangers game at UBS Arena is less than ideal. And I think season ticket holders, still not clear whether or not they will get first crack at these seats or whether it would be part of their ticket plan uh, in some way, shape, or form. That remains to be seen. Uh, I would hope season ticket holders will be offered tickets at comparable prices for the outdoor game, but again, we don't know that. It isn't official yet, but certainly uh, Islander season ticket holders disappointed that they'll only be for the second year in a row one game at UBS Arena against the New York Rangers. And then the other issue for a lot of fans remains the fact that, let's face it, If you live on Long Island, getting to New Jersey is not convenient. And, you know, there are a lot of different venues in the area. The Bronx was not ideal, but it wasn't horrible. You certainly, you could take the subway there from the city or from parts of Queens and and Brooklyn uh, and get to Yankee Stadium. Certainly, uh, City Field, you know, accessible by the Northern State, the LIE, uh, the, the Cross Island, there's a lot of different ways you can get there, but realistically, you know, trains, buses, whatever, gets you directly to City Field. And even Madison Square Garden, you know, you hop on the train, you're right there. Same thing now with UBS Arena. It is, for lack of a better way to put it, a bit of a pain in the rear end to try to get to New Jersey for a hockey game. You're either going to drive and go over, you know, two toll areas, whether it's getting into Manhattan or the Bronx and then into New Jersey, so you're going over two bridges or tunnels, or uh, you're talking about taking your car to the Long Island Railroad, Long Island Railroad to the city, and then either a bus or another, you know, way to get into New Jersey, Jersey Transit, whatever, to get to the Meadowlands. The the traffic to get to the Meadowlands, getting in and out of that parking lot, not easy to deal with. Uh, good news is there's tailgating, but, but 
let's face it, out of all of the New York metropolitan area outdoor venues, the Meadowlands is probably the least convenient for most Long Islanders to get to. And so, you know, ideally for Long Islanders, City Field, closest to home, most accessible with a lot of different ways, and certainly a welcome thing. Like I said, the Bronx would probably be second with Yankee Stadium, and then the Meadowlands. A bit of a reach, a bit of a pain in the butt. But you know what? Here's the deal. You get games like this, outdoor games, once every 10 years right now. That's how it's been. 2014, and now, assuming this rumor is true, 2024. This is the kind of game that you go with your kids, you go with your your friends. This is the kind of game that years later, you'll be telling your grandchildren or your, you know, hey, I remember I was at that outdoor game. Uh, and it's a different experience. It's a unique experience. It is certainly not something that you see and experience every day. So, yeah, it's not ideal. And Lord knows what the weather is going to be in February to drive to the Meadowlands from Long Island. Not going to be necessarily great. I hope it's not snowing just for, for the sake of the fans. But it's a special occasion. And to be able to go to a game like that and enjoy it and soak in the atmosphere and, you know, look, there's not... MetLife Stadium doesn't have the history and the ambiance of a Yankee Stadium or a City Field. It kind of lacks personality. It, 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 it's a very bare-bones, uh, utilitarian kind of a place. But still, it's, it's, it's a great experience. And I think while Islander fans may complain a little bit, hey, I don't want to make the trip, it's, a, it, it's difficult, it take a long time, I think in the long run, most fans will say, you know what, I'll go in, I will go to this game, enjoy it, treasure that memory, and hopefully, hopefully, the New York Islanders can get a little revenge for the uh, 2014 game in which they lost by a score of 2-1. to one. So right now, it, it, it's looking like uh, there is some promise. Now, here's the, the situation, by the way. There's only one player on the Rangers who played in that 2014 game. That's Chris Kreider, who's still on the Rangers roster. As of right now, there are five Islanders on the roster who played in the game in 2014. Matt Martin, Casey Sezikis, Brock Nelson, Cal Clutterbuck, and Josh Bailey. Bailey, who we, who we will talk about in our next segment. You know, he, he's certainly questionable to be with the Islanders this coming year, but the other four, probably going to be back and be able to play in a second outdoor game between the Islanders and the Rangers. We have got more to get to on today's show when we come back. We will talk about the aforementioned Josh Bailey. What was his season like 
did did he meet expectations and what does his future look like with the Islanders, if any? We'll break that down and a lot more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Attention active individuals. Are you tired of sacrificing comfort for style when it comes to your active wear? Well, I'm introducing Bird Dogs, the game changer in athletic shorts. Picture this, premium shorts designed for maximum performance combined with unparalleled comfort. Bird Dogs are here to revolutionize your workout routine. And with their unique built-in liner, these shorts offer ultimate support and flexibility, ensuring you stay comfortable during even the most intense workouts. And Bird Dogs are more than just workout gear. They're versatile enough to take from the gym to the street without skipping a beat. And they actually have pockets that work, which is real important for me. They're made with a premium breathable fabric that keeps you cool and dry throughout your activities, whether you're on the trails, the gym, or simply lounging around. Bird Dogs are the shorts you've been searching for. Order a pair today and join thousands of satisfied customers who have made the switch. Just go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL and enter promo code LockedOnNHL. You'll get a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. Bird Dogs, where style meets comfort and performance meets perfection. Get yours now and unleash your true potential. So we continue our daily uh, look at all the players on the Islanders roster, what their season was like, and what the future holds for them with the team. Today, Josh Bailey, the longtime New York Islander, uh, been with the team since 2008-2009, and Bailey had probably the the roughest season of his NHL career with the possible exception of his rookie campaign when obviously expectations were a lot lower. Uh, Bailey finished this season with eight goals and 25 points and the 25 points uh, matches his career low in a season where he played more than 50 games. So, you know, the other season was his rookie year where he went seven goals and 25 points in 68 contests. And, you know, the thing about Bailey, two of the eight goals were game winners for whatever that's worth. But, you know, he does still give you certain things. He is versatile. He could play center. He could play left or right wing if necessary. He can give you some time on the second power play unit. Theoretically, he can give you some penalty killing, although it wouldn't be, in my mind, his strong point. But, you know, Bailey also still has pretty good vision. He sees the ice well. He makes good passes. But what Bailey isn't going to give you right now is a lot of shots, and he's not overly physical. He attempted. 115 shots in 64 games. That's less than two attempted shots per game, and he only had 72 shots on goal, barely a little over one shot on goal per game. And, you know, had his shooting percentage not been 11.1, which is just a half a goal uh, under his career mark, you know, those eight goals could have been seven or six because he actually did have a decent shooting percentage. 
Bailey is right now a man without a home on the New York Islanders. He isn't giving you what he gave you two, three, four years ago. And now when he isn't winning those 50-50 puck battles, when he doesn't seem to be setting up players for good scoring opportunities and he doesn't still shoot the puck enough himself, Bailey is just struggling to find the lineup. And I think it was clear early that Lane Lambert wasn't really enamored with Josh Bailey when Bailey was a healthy scratch in what would have been his 1,000th career NHL game, which could have been at home against the New York Rangers, ended up being then in a road game in Carolina, I believe. But, you know, right away, Bailey knew that uh, ice time was going to be a little harder to come by this year. And I I think the fact that Bailey spent a lot of the late season games in the press box, did not play in the playoffs, I think the writing is on the wall and Bailey himself knows it. I would be very surprised that the Islanders don't either trade or buy out Josh Bailey Bailey said he wants to play next year, but he doesn't want to be on the team and sit in the press box. That means that if I were a betting man, I would guess that Josh Bailey will be in another uniform next season and not a New York Islander unless so many other moves are made that frees up a spot for Josh Bailey. But odds are Bailey who's been a great Islander over the course of his career, will likely be in a different uniform come this fall. All right, time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And today is the 46th birthday of former Islanders winger Vladimir Orsag, the native of Slovakia, fifth-round pick of the Isles back in 1995, made his debut in 97-98, and was with the Islanders for part of 98-99 and 99-2000, then went on to play for the Nashville Predators and the St. Louis Blues before finishing his career in his native Slovakia after the 2009-2010 season. Orsag played in 289 career NHL games, 54 goals, 119 points, and 194 penalty minutes, played in six playoff games, all of them for the Predators, and scored a pair of goals there. His best game as an Islander, April 12th, 1999, at the Continental Airlines Arena in New Jersey. Islanders taking on the Devils, and in this game, Orsag had a goal. It was the first goal of the game, assisted by Dmitry Nabokov and Barry Richter. Islanders beat the New Jersey Devils by a score of 4-2. Felix Potvin, 55 saves to get the win. Islanders scoring four times on just 23 shots on Martin Brodeur. So Vladimir Orsag is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Want to thank everybody again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every dayers tomorrow. We will continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders roster. Casey Sezikis will be the subject of our analysis. What kind of season did Casey have? and What can we expect from him next year? What will his role be? We'll have that. And 
hopefully some more information about the outdoor game as well. Until then, stay safe. Have a great day, everybody. And of course, let's go Islanders.